Hello and welcome to another episode of Curiosity Verified. This is fortunately or unfortunately the last episode of this season. Um I have a little announcement at the end of this episode so you know stay tuned in if you want to know. But yeah, this episode um is recorded with two of my friends and it's about anime and manga and I consider them connoisseurs in this. So yeah, we had a fun conversation discussing many things and it starts off a little awkward because we are all quarantined and not used to stepping out of our little bubbles. So excuse that, but I think it's a fun episode. So um keep an ear out if this is something that would interest you and piques your curiosity um welcome to a new episode of curiosity verified so i'm on here right now on video call with two um socially awkward ish friends i don't think darshan is that socially awkward but anyway uh, oh okay thanks these are my friends darsh and sam you can just say hey guys I'm not hey guys. Hey, literally hey guys. Yeah, and um the reason I wanted to get them on this podcast episode is because they're both really into anime and manga and I thought it would be an really? interesting episode to have two of my friends who always make fun of me for not watching anime and reading manga and like talk to them about it. So, um before we started this, you guys were like you know i i i was saying how i was just googling it and reading stuff to like ask you questions and um you asked me how many anime i watched i watched 3 i'll have you know first of all okay and no shinchan and doraemon and pokemon don't count okay so, so there used to be this channel i don't know that you you might have seen as well called animax on tv like long ago oh wait you probably mm-hmm. were in india at the time Um, I've never heard of it but yeah. Yeah. So um they just used to have like anime stuff and I like I watched the beginning of a few of them before I decided the two ones I really like was K-On which is about like a girl band and they're all like cute and it's all it's like about friendship and music and you know just school and shit like that and I thought it was really nice and um I also watched this one called Yakitate Japan which was about baking like it was just a show about like these people who work in a bakery and then they do competitions and it just keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder and there's like a clown at some point but like it was it was really good and i was just so fascinated by when i started it because like my extent of watching stuff like i wasn't even watching proper shows at that point but it was just like cartoons and everything and it was just and that was dubbed it was not subbed but it it was just really interesting for me to see like a different style and i also felt like the structure of it was kind of different in the sense that it was a bit slower paced is what i noticed i don't know if that's a thing but anyway that's my extent of anime and then since then i've kind of watched a little bit of one but never really stuck to it so yeah what what about you guys darsh when did you start watching anime So for me I've kind of always watched it like I don't remember getting it into it at a, per- at a particular point in time 
but my mom did um so this was when I was really young and we lived overseas so this would have been somewhere in the U.S. or Singapore but my mom came across these VCR tapes mm -hmm. of um they weren't subbed but like they were just in the original language and she thought it was just a cartoon and I was kind of at a point where I wouldn't have understood like any language really so it was more like I was almost a toddler and she would just put it on because she thought you know it's just a cartoon so yeah. my first anime that way would have been Sailor Moon which is still one of my favorite animes so like cute. to date yeah. so I still do you know go back and watch it sometimes but my mom would just kind of pick up VCRs of cartoons that she'd find and she'd put them on the TV and just kind of leave mm -hmm. me to, you know, so I'd just walk around mimicking them. And yeah, so Sailor Moon was my first anime and then it was Cardcaptor Sakura. And then Inuyasha, surprisingly, like quite soon after because there was no concept of censorship. Mm -hmm. So because it just looked like a cartoon, my mom just let me watch whatever. So what, and what, what is that? What, what's the name? Inuyasha? Inuyasha. Yeah, Inuyasha is, um, there's a lot of demons and nudity and maybe a bit of violence as well. So, yeah, yeah that's... So yeah, it's not are, really a, no, yeah, no. It's <laughs> not really kid anime. <laughs> but I did grow up watching cool. those, so. That's so cute that, like, first of all, I've never seen a VCR player in my life. Like, that just seems older than us also, but I, I think it's so cute that, like, your mom started out with showing you anime and you just kind of became a weeb since like you were a toddler. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Uh, you know, the classics. I started watching anime when I was like, um, you know, when I was a kid because they, they were just on TV all the time. So besides Pokemon, just Pokemon, we also had Digimon, and we had Yu-Gi-Oh, and we had Beyblades, and we had a Mega Man anime at one point. And um, so I watched, there were like 10 animes that I watched. Okay, um, those ones that you've named, do they count as anime? They are Japanese animation, so yes. Okay, fine, so... So Doraemon does count, Shin-Chan does count as anime, but it's just like, they're more like kid shows, so... I mean, yeah. I, I, I do think you can count them. It's just like more of like a starter level way of starting anime. Okay. All right. I think. But then I didn't, I didn't continue watching them besides like, because then it became more like um, Nickelodeon type shows until I was like 16 or something. And then I started watching, or like 15, 16, and I started like watching anime. I think I started watching Sword Art Online, which to me was very uh -huh. interesting. Cause, yeah, because I was watching like, I was a bit like into games and stuff. So I was like, oh, games, animation, that's fun. Mm. It's not it's not the greatest anime um, in the world. But for someone who's like 15, it was like, wow, look at this colorful animation that's related to games and stuff. Mm. So that kind of got me hooked. And then I think I started watching Bakuman, which was about making manga and stuff. So then I learned about that. And then Is I, that like breaking a fourth wall almost, like having a manga set in anime or um, like a plot within a plot yeah I mean yeah they weren't much they weren't making anime they were it was like about it was it was basically you could see it as a movie about a writer so it's not 
that much like breaking the fourth wall. But instead of a movie, it's anime. Instead of a writer, it's a mangaka making some manga. But yeah, and eventually, and then I just kept watching it, and I started slowing down a little, and then I watched more, and then I kept reading more manga, and then nowadays I read more manga than I watch anime. So, but, yeah. since you said that, for the record, I've also watched Beyblade and Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Yeah. And See now, yeah, I feel, I feel like there's the. Man, I've, there's... I've watched a bit of that as well, but I don't know that well. Does Dragon Ball Z count as? Yeah. yeah anyway, absolutely. Okay. And I didn't really like it to be honest, but I've seen it. Yeah. Oh. Wait, yeah. Since everyone here has seen Beyblade, can we just have any of you guys gone back and checked out the art style since you watched it as a kid? I, it's like it's really ugly. I went back and I hated it. I watched two episodes and I was like, I can't watch this. This is awful. I've watched Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is amazing animation. This is yeah. Speaking of awesome, like Dash, you said you started out watching Sailor Moon, so it does have like a nostalgic value to you um and like i've I, so many people love love sailor moon so i'm sure it's like a great anime as well but do you do that often where you go back to anime and think like the like animation isn't that good or the graphics aren't that good yeah a couple of times because um it really depends on the anime you're going for so of the ones I've mentioned, which are Inuyasha and Sailor Moon and Cardcaptor Sakura, the animation still really stands out. Like, even if you just like, as somebody who did study animation as well, when I go back to it and I look at the technical aspect of things and the art style and just the background art and everything that's going on, it's really well done. Hmm. Whereas yeah. I, if I go back to something like Beyblade, I can't look at it. Like, I hate looking at the art style. I hate the animation. I hate just... You know, it's more like there's some shows that I'd rather just keep in the past and have like a nice view of them, whereas others are, they have, you know, they still are good, you know, technically and just like the storyline and everything. It's like a normal TV show. It's like you can go back and watch maybe Hannah Montana and then, you know, or like Gossip Girl and say it was nice when I was younger, but it just, it sucks now. What do you think now? Yeah. Yeah. Like if. If like Citizen Kane came out and it was a brilliant movie and everyone loved it, but if you now go watch Citizen Kane, it's it's very boring Honest, movie. Honestly, did that. Okay, so like I don't even exactly know what Citizen Kane was about, but I was like, fucking, I hear it all the time, and I saw it in yeah, right. once, and I was like, I'm gonna go to the AV room and you know watch it because I was free for like two hours, and I like sincerely was like watching it for 20 minutes like not looking at my phone nothing like it's just me sitting alone in the AV room being like I am going to watch this movie and I just didn't understand what was happening like first of all the accents are like you know like old American and it was going so slow and I, I just yeah I they're slow yeah <laughs> two doesn't want a space odyssey as well it's just like they don't some things don't hold up um but some anime especially some people really love 90s anime. For mm. example, I'm, I like more newer animation because I just like the art style better. Mm. Um, stuff like Haikyuu, just like that quick, kind of like, it's not like flashy, but it's just like the animation is just like nice to look at. And it just like feels more mm-hmm. kind of powerful or like more yeah flashy when you look at it. And then 90s is more, a little more static. But if even there's good 90s anime and there's bad 90s anime, 
mm-hmm. um, yeah. that you can still look at with like good backgrounds. For example, Inuyasha as well. Or like when I was a kid and I shouldn't, I don't know why this was on TV, but I was watch. we were uh, watching Shaman King, which is pretty brutal as well. Mm-hmm. But like people can control like, um, they have like spirits and then they fight and classic anime stuff. When I was watching, like, I was six when I was on TV. My mother was like, oh, this is fine. But the people die, and it's, like, super brutal. But that <laughs> animation, that animation still holds up still today, I think, because I rewatched it, like, last year. And it's really good. But then there's other animation, as Darsh said, that just doesn't hold up, like, Beyblades. Mm-hmm. And it's... So, within anime, factors. are there, like, different art styles? Or, like, how... How does like when when somebody says like the art style of anime, do they just mean like in general? But I'm guessing there's, that they are more like sections. Yeah, there's different animation studios who go for different things. And then I know there's an example I'm thinking of, but I don't exactly remember the art studio. But they did release a movie this year, like recently, that is like very like flashy, more not 3D animation, but like almost like a game kind of animation. And then there's like very static 90s animation, but I think Darsh, having studied animation, probably knows better than, yeah. than me. Um, so essentially what I've noticed about the anime art style is they do have, like it has changed over the years as well, but each, like like Sam said, each studio has its own art style. So even if you look at Studio Ghibli, you can kind of immediately tell because they have these certain like the way they draw their eyes or you know the way they animate maybe tears that's like you know very it's um like distinct to their yeah it is and you can immediately tell it's from a certain studio and even Kaon um Mm -hmm. I forget the name of the studio but they they did a bunch of other animes which is free and Hyoka is another one but all of these anime you can kind of tell that they came from the same studio but then again when you see manga like that's been you know like anime that's been adapted from manga you can see them kind of they try to get as close to the mangaka's art style as possible you know how different artists have different art styles and people have different ways that they draw their characters. So a lot of these studios that adapt from manga manga also try to kind of mimic that art style. So if you read the Haikyuu manga and you watch the Haikyuu anime, you can see a very stark difference Hmm. between the art styles of both. And that's mostly on the studio. But if you look at something like um, Sailor Moon, which is, you can see like it's been there's a newer version of Sailor Moon, there was the older animation, and you can see how different art directors affected the art style in certain episodes. That's something that also, you know, it really relies on the art directors and the artists that are working on the anime. Okay. And I think a lot of people go for features like the longer legs or the shape of the face that they draw, which is kind of similar in most anime art styles. Especially like, and it's very different when you compare it to Western animation that way. So they kind of take those on and just kind of see if certain features look similar, they put it like in this box that they consider an anime art style, whereas like even within anime, there's a lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. 
So I think. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I think I think uh, Kaon's Kyoto animation. Yeah. Is Kyoto animation uh, yeah. a studio? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty big studio. Okay. So given that there are like so many studios that are having their like you know own little like styles to what is considered anime um there's something you'd mentioned to me before was that um so darsh did study animation and um there were some professors who didn't necessarily consider it as like a serious art style right yeah so, so um, what what is that like i mean like how did that conversation come up well it was more about usually when you start off with your course in animation or like even just talking to other people who are working in animation it does come up where you're discussing animated movies or animated shows that you like and we watched a lot of animated movies in class and people like our faculty did ask us what you know movies would you recommend to others and for me the first thing i would always recommend to anybody is a studio ghibli movie because yeah. i just think it's a very wholesome kind of animation that you know like and a very wholesome like the plot and everything and the way you relate to the characters and all of it it's very innocent and like it delves into so many issues but it just it's just really well done and yeah. when i did bring that up my none of my teachers had actually like surprisingly heard of these like the names of these movies like if i'd say uh, princess mononoke or spirited away spirited away especially i was surprised that they had heard yeah, of it and yeah and he looked it up and he immediately said oh it's a japanese animated style i don't think you know this would work or my specialization was pre-production and a lot of like i did a lot of character design and stuff for my classes mm-hmm. and i had to deal with a lot of my teachers telling me that my art style wouldn't work in animation when it's not as close to regular anime that you would see but it is anime influenced and you can you can kind of, of see yeah. those influences but yeah so i had to deal with a lot of them telling me it wouldn't work and one of my teachers actually grading me lower on an assignment just cuz he didn't like the art style but you know and stuff like that what was the reason for like having this dislike towards that art style well i think he just like had a general bias against it which for some reason people working in animation also have okay that's where that's very strange to like criticize the art style of like a country that's like one of the biggest you know producers in the industry yeah and um it's more like we were always essentially almost taught to kind of put pixar or disney animation above all else and you know like Sorry. they're always talking about how we should refer to pixar's movies for reference but I remember like I do own art books from you know like the production of all of these western animated movies and a lot of the time in the book itself they've written down Japanese animated movies that they've taken reference from like yeah a John Lasseter would talk about you know how they looked into Studio Ghibli as reference for how the background characters and everything were because there's a lot of life in that animation like when you look at studio jubilee it's very 
organic and it's very well done and yeah. Pixar when you know you see somebody from Pixar saying this is what we studied to make sure we you know we could kind of get the same effect in our animation but then you get to college and they're telling you mm -hmm. you know Pixar is what you should be looking at where nice. I just thought you know why not go straight to the source and like learn from them directly instead of yeah whatever these people have picked up from it so yeah that was something no it is it, it's I mean, see, I'm I'm not even that into anime, but I can imagine like, like I'm getting annoyed just listening to that. I don't know. I, I can't even imagine what it must have felt like going through three years of that. So what kind of genres would you guys say that you are personally into when it comes to anime? Oh, genres? Oh, uh... Is that, can you, is that a question that you can ask when it comes to anime? Like what genres? Do you watch? Yeah, you can. I mean, some people, I mean, there's plenty of different variation. So you can go very specific on genres. Like I like, for example, I like, not me personally, but you could say like, I like action and cooking in one anime. And that right. like, you, you don't see that in a show normally. That is like very like competition cooking or competition modeling or competition anything. But there will be an anime about it that you might very personally that you might, that you personally might very like, even though it doesn't get yeah. like a high rated from other people. But yeah. if it's something specifically for you, then you'll like it. Like there's an anime out there for like anyone's preferences, basically. But um, animes that I like. I um, did. So I, I read this like course, I guess. manga over last break. I think I must have told you guys, but I forgot what the name is. But the plot of it was that. Hmm. There are these bunch of people who go like cave hunting, I think, is what it's called. Basically, oh, Meshi, um, the food one. Yeah. And so they go into caves to like find monsters or whatever, which is understandable. Like it's a fantasy thing, whatever. But then the anime, I mean, the manga was not about that. It was about how they cook while inside caves. And then they find this guy who's like, you know, been in the, like, has like cave hunted for years. So the whole manga then became like, you know, moving on from like one part of like the cave to another. And then they're like finding these demons and then they're talking about like how to cook it and what seasoning they're using and how much protein is in this and that. And it was like definitely so, so, so interesting to read. Like I read it in two sittings, but it was so strange because it took me so long to just accept the idea that it is like, yeah. Okay. It's, it's so like the plot is so confusing but I don't know to me I feel like they can pull that kind of stuff off because you can still have something that's really weird or different in my experience that's still well made is yeah, that a thing that's there in anime like they just go like super specialization it's so basically anything or any form of media even like painting as well, you, you start with something like very basic or like basic genres and then people keep reading them like, oh, I really like this genre, for example, in manga and also anime, but especially manga, there's thousands of reincarnation mangas. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, eventually people started really like picking that up, like, oh, I really like this. But then it became boring because there were thousands of them. So they became very specific. And then, and then there's a very specific genre, but then there's 
there will be hundreds of those and then so that's that. and then they become really boring and then they go even more specific yeah. and if you just start reading something that specific from the start you're like wait what the what like what why, how is this a thing like right. why are people making this why are there so many of these but yeah just because there's so many and there's so much content just means that you can go very specific and there will still be a very large audience that really likes it because it's different from the mm -hmm. um, common threads. Like if there was a Marvel movie mm. now, like a, some superhero movies, first we had very standard hero, villain, everyone gets saved. Right. And then it gets very more specific. Like there'll be like, it's like, is the hero even a villain? Or like maybe the hero right, right. something. And then it just keeps evolving. But with anime and, and manga, there's so many that they just get super specific. And you know, yeah, it's, it's fun, but it's also weird to start with if you yeah. if you're not used to that but with any anime in a manga it's just like you have to immediately accept the world that mm -hmm. it comes with you don't have to be like oh but why is this this way it's like no okay. in this world that they created it's just that way yeah and you need it's some just... sort of level of acceptance yeah so what are like some of the really out there mangas that you've read or animes that you've watched that come to mind <laughs> Dash, do you have any? I see you like smiling almost menacingly. <laughs> no, it's more like I'm thinking about it, and that's a really hard question to answer when you say yeah. out there because what, when, once you get used to it or once you get used to a particular genre, it's so hard to see what others might consider out there. Or like yeah, you yeah. said, like the cave manga that you read. And even if I'm watching the sports, like, you know, anime and it's kind of almost ridiculous to the point where, um, Sam, have you heard of Kuroko no Basuki? Have, like, it's this basketball yeah, it's, it's, anime. It's one of my favorite animes, yeah. Yeah, and like, you know what I'm talking about with that, right? Which is like the almost yeah, smiling, it's almost, like, on some joke. It, the, first, the first season, it's just like, oh, it's basketball. And like, oh, there's some guy who specialized in passes, some guy who can jump really high, some guy's really good at hangling, some guy's really good at three pointers blah 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 whatever and it's like okay they're just they're really good which is kind of weird how good they are for japanese high schoolers but that's okay and then you get into the second and third season and then you're like okay they're kind of now it's becoming sort of like magical it's like it just becomes <laughs> over the top right. yeah we're like um so it's almost to the point where they go into a special zone that only a few yeah. players can reach and it's, it's animated in this sort of you know, it's almost like a superpower that they can play this well. And it's, you know, if you're not used to the kind of stuff that you do in anime, it might be really out there to you. But because I'm so used to seeing so much fantasy anime and like so much of like, you know, sports anime in general, that I just accepted it. And I'm like, okay, he can jump <laughs> up really high and I'm just going to accept that and say that is so cool. Like that's all I'm and like one guy is his so-called powers just that he's extremely tall okay. and that just yeah. makes him hard to be on court which in real life would just not work but in oh, the context of this show yeah in the context of the show and like in the context of that storyline it works so right, right. it's hard for me to say you know what's over the i think prince of tennis would be oh that's ridiculous top. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous. Bridge of Tennis, I started reading it and I've played tennis, I've played basketball, but I've, I've played tennis and I was just like, oh, this is kind of fun. And it just, it just goes on. And then they get like super shots and I'm just like, what is going on with this manga? 
<laughs> like, like it gets so weird but time, it's if you have the time, you should look up the scene from Prince of Tennis, which I'm sure is on YouTube by itself, but it's one where he, um, I don't know, like he takes a shot at the ball and it goes so fast that the animation just kind of travels through time and destroys like, all these dinosaurs okay. and like, yeah, like it's, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> ridiculous, but yeah. at the end of the day, people still love it. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some shots go inv- invisible, and some people like can can move when someone else is like, or some people go blind. I think um, it's yeah. like it's like that 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 that. Now that you've said it, I haven't thought about it. But even like in that baking anime that I was talking about, like now that see, I I know I haven't watched that much, but now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, if I probably watch that show now. I mean, like, what the fuck is this show about? It's like this baking thing, and now they're doing all this, like, fuckery. But when I watched it as a kid, I feel like maybe as a, as a kid, you're, like, this more accepting to, okay, it'd be like that. And yeah. if I watched it now, I probably would have thought it's weird, but I didn't think it was weird at all. And you mentioning that tennis scene, like, I just got, like, insane flashbacks to, like, scenes where someone takes, like, a bite of bread, and then it crumbles a bit, and then... They have like an out-of-body experience and then you have like crazy visuals and like birds are flying around and like this whole, I I mean, it, it's almost like how in Bollywood films to break a scene and bring in this fantasy aspect, they break into songs where they're like, oh, like, you know, they're dancers and stuff and you just kind of go along with it because you're like, okay, this is a thing. But like, to me, the parallel to that in my experience with anime is just, you just break off and have like this completely absurd like segue and like shit happens and it just completely goes back to normal and you're just like okay that was normal that happened yeah the stories are just yeah it's kind of weird because i I've now remembered one that there was one about uh world war one or world war two and you follow a leader there but instead of just fighting i think they're they, they can fly and they have magical powers and like there's this little girl who gets reincarnated in or like some general who gets reincarnated into a little girl and she gets control mm-hmm. and it's just like when i was watching the anime i was like oh this is fine everything's fine but then when you later think about it it's like no there's no witches in se- the second world war who are like some 12 year old girls like controlling like a huge force and like taking yeah. out people you know it's like it's just it's just it's weird when you think about it um and it doesn't mean you shouldn't think about it but it's just it's it's, yeah again it's a world you have to immediately accept and then be fine with and if it's not your thing it's not your thing but don't 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 question like that world but given that you guys watch so much and to you the concept of what's out there is completely different of for what it is to me, do you still catch yourself in moments where you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, how did they get here? Or does it, the more you read, the more you kind of go with it? Like, it really depends on how well made it is, I think, because the whole point of these, like, these scenarios working in any anime or manga is seeing how convincing they can be. So if, you know, like, for example, again, Kurokona Baske, the whole reason you just kind of accept it as it is, is like, despite how ridiculous it sounds, is because you kind of, it's slowly built up and you get used to it as the show goes on. So you can kind of 
you know, gradually get used to it getting to that extent. But again, like when I'm talking about Prince of Tennis, I couldn't watch it because it's just so immediately out there that it's like, hold on, you know, like what is up with these dinosaurs? And it's obvious, it's a little ridiculous. There's a lot of shows that I would still watch, even though I don't consider them like, you know, like even if it's not that realistic, you kind of just watch it for fun. But at the end of the day, it's more convincing and you're more, I guess, you accept it easier if it's well made and there's more, you know, to it, like to gain from it aside from that. Right. So if the plot is really great or if I'm really attached to the characters, it doesn't matter how out of, you know. Because you said movie, I think it does make sense that. I don't know, I guess I'm questioning it considering anime to be like a whole different world of media. But yeah. I don't I don't think there are a lot of people asking like white dudes watching like Marvel being like, Oh, but that's so ridiculous or that's so out there because I feel like you kind of accept I I feel like maybe yeah, like the not knowing enough about like that culture, maybe like that field has people asking a lot of questions but okay so yeah hmm. same with harry potter i mean you can't it's like a magical school it's like yeah but there's i mean there's also magical school anime there's plenty or manga but then imagine if harry potter became i mean it is very popular but if it became that popular like everyone started doing magical school stuff and then it became normal and then it became boring right. and then they specialized and then it becomes more ridiculous and then right, right. that's basically the same progression however anime is a lot like it's not easy to make at all but it's it's less expensive less production than a whole than making a whole anime school like creating that is a lot more expensive than just drawing it animating it so you can just like yeah but you can just pump uh, them out like uh, um, you were saying, like how it's a lot less expensive, but then oh, that comes still. into, yeah, that's still um, most of that is because how underpaid animators are and how yeah, like, yeah. Are. yeah, 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 they're like crunches and stuff. Yeah, is that all? Yeah, with most like anime studios of having underpaid animators. So the thing with animators is they're underpaid and overworked no matter which country this is from so obviously the um i would attribute like the quality of anime going down a little over the years because of how much anime they're trying to pump out Mm -hmm. because of the demand and how often they're trying to do it but there's also like crunches in um like any industry though i have friends working with technicolor we're working on projects from you know big studios that gets outsourced to you know india or like south korea and stuff like that and i see these people going to work at you know like they have to be at work by 10 in the morning and they get done at like 10 in the evening 10 in the night or sometimes they stay overnight because they're just forced to work to the point where it's like no matter how much work it is a deadline is a deadline is the kind of mindset right. we have and they don't get paid for overtime so it's just like so like i mean i, I don't know if this, is, this might be a dumb question but like where is all the money going because there's clearly a demand for it right which is why studios mm-hmm. are popping up but 
if the animators who I see as like the people who are really doing the bulk of the work aren't being paid, like where does the money go? Back into production, mm -hmm. advertisement, like sponsors, like uh, stakeholders, just like the probably mostly into production again because it is because they make so much that it is kind of expensive to right. make and it's just enough. that yeah it's just that the animators are kind of the, even though they're the ones who are making it they're just like i mean they're not the lowest paid in a company like that but there's so much more in a company like advertisement and um or sales and marketing and mm -hmm. other forms of production and yeah it's just the whole I also think it's very easy to kind of put aside the end. Like, there's obviously a lot of demand for, like, you know, there's a lot more people who are animators than there are jobs out there is another thing. At least in a country like ours, it might be different in Japan. But, um, you know, like, there's only so many jobs and it's so easy to replace them considering there's so many other people looking for jobs. So in a situation like that, I think it's just easier for companies to not value their employees as much right, because right. if if yeah. these people quit you have five people waiting in line mm -hmm. to kind of get trained and put back into the same production unit so that there's, way i think there's there's yeah. definitely mentality in the gaming industry and in animation and i assume the animation industry that it's like oh you love this job like you love animation you love video games you're lucky to work in this job and right. therefore mm -hmm. you have to accept not getting paid overtime you have to accept working long hours not getting paid basically enough for the amount of work you put in mm -hmm. and it's just like sort of a yeah sort of a stigma sort of like there was a whole thing about that i think last year or like two years ago i think last year in the video game industry where people were like went on strike because they're like right. with how much like before a deadline they have to like go on crunch crunch time but they just like stay at work for like a week just because we just have to work overtime the entire time. Yeah. And like as that said, like every day, the deadline, you can't say once you have the work to do, you've been assigned it, you can't really say anything. Then you just have to. Yeah. So with like considering that this is how it is going for artists when combined with like, you know, studios and especially having like the demand for like anime as an industry is, or even manga for that fact is just growing and growing. Like, I guess this goes beyond the two of them as well. Like, how do you see the future of artists moving beyond this? Because in, I think with a lot of creative work, even if you're doing like freelance illustrations or whatever it is, it's kind of like, okay, but if you stand up, there is going to be somebody else who will just replace you who's not going to stand up. So, I mean, I saw this tweet once that was kind of like a joke, but it was about something about how like this was like for the gaming industry thing like how they basically need to unionize so do you guys see like a future in anime and manga going to like animators unionizing or like how or do you just think it's always going to continue like this like what are your thoughts on that so getting back yeah what do you guys yes. see the future of like you know animators like cooperation going I think like personally it's very hard to say because I don't really see the animation industry as like something that much different from regular jobs like at the end of the day it is a job and it's almost like when you look at 
you know how people are constantly like in America, I guess, talking about how all these workers from Amazon need to unionize because their working conditions are probably some of the shittiest out there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost about the same because people need jobs. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, I can't really say that much about whether or not I think they're going to unionize because it all depends on the situation that they're in. And yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, it is just an office job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The only difference would be like between the Amazon employees is that like the ones who work in mostly it's mostly about the ones who work in like the storage, all those warehouses. They don't really have to be like you don't really need a degree or like be overqualified for that job. And with animation and gaming industry, like they'll ask for like an animation degree or like some sort of qualification like you know almost need to be like overqualified to even get the job so and then even when you do then you get into that situation which i think is the hard part you can't like no it's not as everyone can start but even though it's it's kind of niche kind of like specific with your degree and like your qualifications even when you land a job then you still get in that situation Mm -hmm. and it's just yeah i i think I'm definitely underqualified to make any suggestion about like unionizing because you can say like even when it becomes more popular in the rest of the world maybe they'll get more money but if it becomes more popular there'll also be more people who want to work in that industry and then it just continues that cycle so it's yeah I just I, uh, yeah it's, it's a hard it's to, tell. to be in because one you know as you said that you have to most likely have to go to college so you're spending a lot of money on that money and your time on that and then because it's yeah. work there are so many people out there for that job that you know it's not like you can like very few cases you can put your foot down and then on top of that like the kind of work required from you like you do enjoy it like you know if you've taken up animation um or any job related to that you most likely take it up because that's something you grew up with and that's your passion. So then you're kind of stuck doing something you love. Yeah. You're having to compromise your own like boundaries because of that. So I don't know, hopefully it like the change for it kind of comes from, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> it's just, just there, there, there's no way of telling about this kind of situation for sure. the end of this episode i had an hour and a half worth of more conversations but i had to put a limit on how much of my own voice i could listen to um so yeah the announcement is that this is basically the last episode of season one um i am going to take a slightly different direction with season two consider it like a revamping but yeah the trailer for the next season should be out soon so keep an eye and a year out for that see you until then hello and welcome to another episode of curiosity verified this is fortunately or unfortunately the last episode of this season um i have a little announcement at the end of this episode so you know stay tuned in if you want to know but yeah this episode um is 
recorded with two of my friends and it's about anime and manga and i consider them connoisseurs in this so yeah we had a fun conversation discussing many things and it starts off a little awkward because we are all quarantined and not used to stepping out of our little bubbles so excuse that but i think it's a fun episode so um keep an ear out if this is something that would interest you and piques your curiosity <laughs>